0: Hello and welcome back to Rambling with Rosie. I'm Rosie and I'm so happy that you're here spending more of your time with me. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're having a lovely day wherever you are and whatever you're doing and whoever you're with. Um, and yeah, I hope you're in a great mood. I definitely am. Today I'm going to Aber Voyage, which for those of you that don't know, is like a new thing in London. It's near Stratford and it's like a an AI, I guess, performance of ABBA. So, like, the actual people that were in ABBA have created this almost illusion that they looked of, like, what they looked like when they were younger. So, it's, like, them in their prime performing, but it's all, like, computerized and, like, AI. I don't know. I have no idea what it's going to be like, and I am so blooming excited. This was a Christmas present from my Nana, and yeah, I just, like, I cannot wait. I am so blooming excited. I'm going with Maddie, who was in my previous episode, so... We're going to go and see ABBA Voyage and I'm just buzzing. I absolutely love ABBA. I don't know if you know this, but my whole family is a little bit obsessed with Mamma Mia. And obviously Mamma Mia is based on ABBA music, which definitely means that I'm obsessed with ABBA music. There are a few songs that I don't know, but all the Mamma Mia ones, 100%. We have like this outbuilding in our garden that when we first moved into this house was like empty and it had nothing in. It was like a red carpet. It was the coldest building, like no one ever wanted to be in there. And we converted it into like a bar, I guess, like a bar disco sort of room. It's where I do a lot of my photo shoots. So if you spot that, if there's like flowers hanging from the ceiling, that's where I am in like the little summer house in our garden. Um, but yeah, and it's completely ABBA themed or completely Mamma Mia themed. We're just a little bit, a tiny weeny bit obsessed with it. I even have a tattoo that says Andante, which is a song in the second ABBA film. And it's in my Nana's writing because she loves it too. We have matching tattoos. So yeah, just a tiny weeny bit in love with ABBA and Mamma Mia and everything that comes along with it. I just feel like it's the most uplifting music ever. So yeah, in case you couldn't tell, I'm blooming buzzing about it. And I'm so excited. Um, so I hope that that excited energy comes out today. <laughs> And you feel it, and it rubs off on you because, man, I'm just like I'm so happy. I'm so obsessed with it. I'm also so excited to be talking to you. Like I, I haven't done a solo episode for a few weeks now, and I kind of missed it. I I don't know what I prefer. I definitely prefer like editing, um, joint episodes because obviously I listen to it back to like make sure everything sounds okay and like to cut out when we're like laughing and stuff or any funky noises. But I find it weird listening back and like editing my own podcast but when I'm like with someone I love lis- listening back to like what they said because I learned from it all over again and I'm like not in interviewer mode I'm in like listening mode so yeah let me know what you prefer do you prefer joint episodes or solo episodes and why or do you like a mix of the two because that's probably what it will stay at also I'm gonna say this at the start in case you don't make it to the end who would you like me to have on the podcast? Because I want to have some more guests. And I really love having creative people with cool stories to tell. That's sort of my only, what's the word? Like my only, it's right on the tip of my tongue. You know what I mean? Like requirement. It's my only requirement is that they are creative and they have cool stories to tell, or they're inspiring, like someone that inspires you. Let me know who you would like to have on the podcast and I'll see if I can get them on. That would be really, really fun. Um, But yeah, Again, thanks so much for being here. Let's get into this episode. Today I wanted to talk about not knowing what's coming next and also why I guess we should learn how to love it. I know it seems so hard at the time and like uncertainty is such a big almost catalyst for anxiety, I think. And I don't know I feel like especially within the creative industry not knowing what's coming next is literally what we run off like no one knows what's going to happen next especially when you add in the social media side of things I suppose everything's always changing I mean just look at the algorithm and that's just one part of it everything is constantly changing so it's impossible to know what's coming up next and I just think that if you can't beat it join it and we'll just have to learn to embrace it and I feel like the best way to sort of tell you about learning to love what's next and like how the unknown can be scary but you can learn to love it is to tell you basically about my own experience with I guess my journey here because I don't think I've ever dived that deep into it especially like the sadder side of things because I always try to inspire people I think online and I don't want to like scare you off and make you think that it's scary and and the unknown is a bad thing so I guess the best way to do that is to actually address it and talk about it um but yeah that's why I've never spoken about it before because I just feel like it is a bit of a a turn off (laughs) like it's it's an ick I don't know it's a like not a good thing about the industry but I think it should be I think we should learn to embrace it and there's a few reasons why and I want to get into that so I'm going to go back to two years ago and it was literally start of 2021 oh my goodness that was 2 years ago um yeah start of 2021 i obviously started like photography and everything in 2020 like june 2020 and um i guess i'd had a few bookings like i'd done a few shoots with people i obviously wasn't charging that much because i was new to it so i wasn't making A living out of it but that didn't really matter because I was literally 19. Um, I was working in a restaurant so I was a waitress and I'd just finished school so I decided to go like full time at this restaurant. I absolutely loved it there and the people that I worked with were so fun um, when I was there, I didn't mind it, but it's just the fact that I knew what I could have been doing while I wasn't there that was the issue. So I used to work really, really long shifts, and I'd work from maybe like ten o'clock in the morning till eleven o'clock at night with like a two-hour break or two hours worth of breaks. So I was doing long shifts, making you know as much money as you can from working long shifts in a restaurant, but it was I was struggling with the fact that I knew what I wanted to do and that was not it, and also at that age you finished college or sixth form or whatever it is and some people had gone on to do you know like degree apprenticeships so they're already earning money working towards a degree all of my friends were at university um and they were like working towards what they want to do because obviously uni you're like there working towards the bigger goal of you know getting your degree and graduating and everything so I just I really really felt like everyone was moving on and getting on with life and doing their thing and I was still working at the same job I had when I was in sick form but now I was full-time and deep down I knew that that wasn't going to last long which I think is what got me through it and I sort of knew that this was like a big burst of of effort and you know earning money so that I can pay for the things that I'm passionate about but also I was completely drained and I was so exhausted Um, because my brain was constantly going about all of the things that I could be doing and all the things that I was inspired by and wanted to be doing which was being active on social media and saying hi and turning up and showing my face and posting content and taking photos and booking photo shoots like I knew exactly where I wanted to be almost but I just was not there and that's what upset me but I look back now and I realize that I am so appreciative of the fact that I get up and get to decide what I do with my day and yeah I'm in complete control and I enjoy the majority of the things that I do every single day because I work so hard but it makes me appreciate it like having the hard time like that you know where they say you can't have the highs without the lows you can't have the rainbow without the rain that's it's so true and That's such a long-term version of it. But I genuinely think it runs true in this. Like, I would not appreciate what I have now if I hadn't have known how badly I wanted it. That's exactly what it did. It showed me how badly I wanted it. Because it's all I could think about. Like, it would consume my thoughts. As soon as I wasn't dealing with a customer, I was, like, thinking about it. And I would, like, duck behind the bar and be editing pictures or writing captions. Like, I would be working whilst working. So... I don't know. I think it definitely showed me what my passions were, where I wanted to be, which wasn't there. But that's a good thing. It made it clear, and also it made me appreciate what I have now because, you know, I didn't. Ha- I didn't always have it, and I always dreamt of having it. I dreamt of having and doing what I do now. So I'm thankful for that. It then started to get worse when I had to turn down things for working. Like I would have someone interested in a photo shoot and they'd be in London like next week, say. And I'd already been given my shifts and there was no way for me to book it off. Like it was situations like that, that it got to me the most because now I'm actually turning down new work. Like, don't get me wrong, this was not a regular occurrence. Like I was not getting many bookings at all during this time. Um, But when I did, it hit hard because I couldn't do it unless it was like a couple months in advance and I could book it off work. I yeah it was not happening so I can't remember exactly how I sort of edged out of it but eventually I think it was the girl I was working with she was like a um between a manager but also between my level so she was above me but not like the manager um supervisor I suppose you could call her and she was just she was sent from heaven she was called Evelyn and she was just the most caring person ever and she knew what my passions were and sometimes I would show up to work like just not it like I would not show up as myself and she'd be like where's Rosie today she was like a little ray of sunshine um and I'd be able to say like oh I'm really stressed because I've got all these photo shoots that I need to edit I've got these photos that I want to take and this idea and I just don't have time to bring it to life um and she would like if whenever she could she'd let me go early and when it was like you know slightly quiet in the restaurant she would run around and like do everything I'd be like just edit that picture like I want to see the end result she was so um caring she just cared like she supported it I suppose that's the word and uh this goes back to surrounding yourself with the right people obviously you can't control who your colleagues are but when you do find someone that cares about what you do like that like cling to them not literally but you know like hold on to them don't push them away because oh my goodness did she change everything and again she was one of those people that made it clear to me what I was passionate about because the second you start saying it out loud or or even journaling like even if you write it down the second it's like out in front of you you realize what your true passions and what your true wants are and she was one of those people that did that for me because she would genuinely listen. Like she had incredible stories to tell and she was into creativity too. And the more I talk about her, the more I'm like, wow, Evelyn, you really did change everything. But yeah, hold on to these people because they mean more than you realize. And now literally me saying it out loud is making me realize how much this girl was just incredible. So yeah, appreciate those people. But she would let me go early. And I think eventually it got to a point where she would show me like she had the power to show me my shifts and stuff um like well in advance and I'd be able to say to her like without booking actual holiday I'd be able to like book off dates and she'd say yeah yeah, I'll just keep that in mind and won't book you in for that date so it wasn't then you know causing me to miss out on holiday holiday dates and stuff like that like it just everything worked out for me because she helped um so it did get slightly easier when she was there which was amazing but then it got to December which is when I have my birthday and Christmas and my parents don't live together my dad lives an hour and a half away from where I live with my mum and I wanted to spend some Christmas with him and do then Christmas with mum and then we were going away for New Year's like it was just crazy and basically it worked out that I could work about six days in December and when I gave in my days that I couldn't couldn't work um they were just not happy with it, so I decided to quit. And I do realize my privilege in this situation. Like I was fully supported by, um, by my mum and by my stepdad and and everyone around me. Like they were so supportive of it. Um, it wasn't like. It wasn't like I'd moved out and now I was moving back in and relying on them for everything, but. I, like I was still young so I was living at home like I wasn't paying rent or anything I would buy like my own food and stuff like I had money from working all those crazy hours but yeah it wasn't like I was a full-grown adult you know and suddenly expected to be cared for like a child it was I was sort of in the middle and um, but I do really truly appreciate what I had then so I understand that I was in a really incredible position then and I'm lucky for it but um yeah I decided to quit and then I had that December to be creative and to see people and to spend time with people and to look forward to Christmas. Like it was so lovely and I was so busy I did like Christmas photo shoots and took a load of self portraits. It was really good. So that was Christmas twenty twenty one. Um and then came no, that was Christmas twenty twenty. Oh my goodness, was it? I don't know. It's not the point of the story. Anyway, the next the January came. So we're up to two years ago now so 2021 and i was so lost like i did not know what to do like i have you know snapchat memories where they show you a year ago today two years ago today my ones are me crying because i felt so lost and i remember recording them actually thinking i can't wait to see these in a few years time when i have figured it all out and i'm doing whatever i'm doing and hopefully i'm happy doing that um and looking back and thinking oh wow, like I really did figure it out, like oh bless me, I was so sad because I was so lost and now I do look back and I'm like wow, I do feel exactly that way, I look back and I'm like oh my goodness, like look how far we came. So yes I was scared and I felt lost and I didn't know what was coming and the thought of the unknown was sort of unnerving but I had that sort of feeling inside of me of like I know that I'm going to figure it out and that's why I'm filming this and documenting it because I know that I'm going to figure it out and I want to be able to look back at at the time when I didn't know what was going to happen and where I was going to be and think wow like I, I did figure it out so yes at the time I didn't embrace the unknown and I actually regret it but I definitely looked around and and knew what i was passionate about and i think that that's what got me out of it and i think that's what me what makes me appreciate it now um like talking about it with evelyn at work and journaling and i figured out what i was passionate about i figured out what my goals were and where i wanted to be and how i wanted to feel which was happy and creative and inspired and i knew that I was going to feel it like it's like there was no other option I gave myself no other option but that and I genuinely think that that's what made me love the unknown at the time I didn't know that I loved it but now I look back I'm like I almost reveled in it like I almost knew that this was not going to be forever I, I mean, I didn't almost knew. I knew that this wasn't going to be forever because I knew that I would work for what I wanted to achieve, and that's exactly what I did, and that's exactly what I still do now. Like I'm talking about it as if I'm exactly where I want to be now, and I'm not. Like I, I have so many goals, and I have so many things that I want to achieve, and so many, like literally the unknown. I don't know what's coming. I don't know where I'm going to end up. I know a few things I want to do along the way, and things that I would like to achieve eventually, but. I'm now embracing the unknown, and I've got myself into a position where I appreciate the unknown, and I think that's because before, the unknown was so much scarier than it is now. I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I definitely, definitely appreciate the thought of not knowing what's next more than I did, and I love that. And I think it's so important, Like I think that's something everyone should do, Like you should learn to embrace what you're doing now, and learn to love the thought of not knowing what's coming next and just trust that what will happen will happen and if you do the things that you're passionate about now and work towards the things that you genuinely have a love for and an interest in and a passion for now you're going to end up in a place that you're meant to end up because you're doing what you love and you'll probably end up in a place where you're doing what you love maybe even for a living because at the end of the day that's that's the goal I also think having that unknown and knowing where I wanted to be and then working my butt off for it has taught me the work ethic that I have now because I've said this before like working for yourself and like trying to start up your own business and having your own your own goals and your own priorities and no one telling you what to do is tough. I love it but it's definitely When you think about it, when you're doing anything, if someone's told you to do it and told you how to do it, all you have to do is do it, you know, it might be tough, I get that, but sometimes when you're working for yourself, not only do you have to do the thing that's tough, but you have to tell yourself to do it, you have to tell yourself how to do it, you have to learn how to do it, you have to do everything yourself, which is both beautiful and hard, Um, so... I mean I love it and I love I love learning new things so I'm all here for it but you've got to have that sort of work ethic and you've got you, you're you literally your own boss you have to boss yourself around without pushing yourself too far which is a really hard balance to get it takes a lot of um, brain power to tell yourself what to do let alone actually doing it is what I'm trying to say so I think that having that clear in my head at the time of like where I wanted to be how I wanted to end up or at least what I wanted to achieve in the short term taught me that hard work ethic and taught me that I have to push myself and I have to make myself do these things otherwise it's not going to happen no one is going to do your hard work and achieve your goals for you you have to do it yourself there's no point just writing it down on a piece of paper and waiting for it to happen. That doesn't happen. You have to work for it. And you have to tell yourself to work for it. And it takes a lot of brain power. It takes a lot of, yeah, takes a lot of strength, I think. So that definitely is where that comes from, that struggle. And I think having that struggle and that hard, harder time um, has taught me that it's not all rainbows and butterflies. And it's not always going to be easy. But if you work hard you'll end up in the right place and do the things that you're passionate about and at the end of the day everything happens for a reason so I think that's the reason for me having that like tough few months where I was working and not doing anything it's taught me so much and I genuinely do believe that every single thing that happens to you you learn something from it So that will be the reason that it happens. Like I know how naive it can sound when someone says everything happens for a reason. Like imagine some situations saying, well, you know, everything happens for a reason. Like you just can't, like it would be so insensitive in a lot of situations and just not feel like it applies. But when you think about lessons that it teaches you and things that it leads to, like in hindsight, I feel like most times you can look back and think, well, that taught me that and now I know this and I have this work ethic and I have this drive and I have this want and hunger for what I want, you know? So that's definitely the lesson from my hard work and what I learned from it and I'm so thankful for it. And also when you think about it, everything that you have ever done has led you to where you are now. So where you are now has to be somewhat better in some situation or some way than where you once were. And when you think about some of the things that you've achieved now, three years ago, you might be like, like if you told three years ago you that what you've achieved in the last six months maybe was going to happen, like would you believe you? Probably not. How incredible is that? Like people change and people do things and people achieve things that they never thought they would and I just think that's the most incredible thing but it takes work and where you are now if you work towards what you're passionate about now in three years time you'll be doing things that you now can't even comprehend and I just think that is the coolest thought ever Um, and I cling to that I absolutely love that idea that if I just drive forwards in what doing what I'm passionate about now I'm going to end up in a place that it leads me to and yes that is the unknown yes I don't know what that is and I quite like that because there's so many places that I could go like I don't know what direction I want to take everything I'm building in like I have no idea I feel like I have this truck full of stuff that I enjoy and things that I enjoy posting and people that I like talking to and a business that I've built like I love having that all in my truck and I'm like driving along but goodness knows where the road's gonna go like I have no idea at the moment I'm just looking at the little rainbow on the horizon you know I have no clue and I love that I think that's so exciting because I'm so secure and so sure on what I'm doing now and that I'm passionate about it and that I'm yeah doing what I enjoy and and what I want to do that what I'm doing will lead me to where I'm meant to be and I trust that. So do the things that you're passionate about and work on, work hard on things that you enjoy and eventually it will lead you to where you're meant to be. It might not be where you expect to end up but it will be somewhere you're meant to be and then you can go from there and that's just the magic of it all and I blimmin love that. I also want to add on to the side of that, don't, be afraid to try things that you didn't expect to be doing and by that I mean there'll be things along the way that you'll have the opportunity to do um try them out like if you have the opportunity to do it and the capacity to try then do it because you might find something that you never thought you would enjoy doing and you might fall in love with it Like, when I go back to the very, very beginning, so, like, June 2020, I had never tried photography before. I'd always loved taking videos and making, like, video stars, and at that point, I'd taken films, so I was really into making short films, and I just, off by the off chance, decided to try photography. And, I mean, look where we are now. Like, I, I have a little photography business going, and I create content for brands, like, with photography. I just think, try things that you don't expect maybe to even enjoy but if it's something that you know something that's jumped on your path and you're like oh actually something inside of you is saying maybe that might be fun or I might give it a go then give it a go you never know like it might be the next big thing for you and it might change your life but also on the contrary to that don't be afraid to say no I think my big message behind all of this is listen to your heart and I know it sounds so fluffy, but do. There's so many things, like, when I was working, and I was so exhausted from, you know, working so hard, I would have some of the things that I could have said, yeah, like, I could have done sunrise photo shoots, you know what I mean? My work didn't open till 10, so I could have been up doing sunrise shoots, if someone had said to me, do you want to do a sunrise shoot? And I finished at 11 the night before and then was expected to be at work 10 the next morning, I'd be like, no, I I can't. Like, I don't have the physical ability to do that because I will fall asleep on my break. So I'd spend my time doing something else, like maybe editing or, or I'd take self-portraits, which is more chill later on in the morning or go for a walk. I don't know. That's a really iffy example of saying no, but don't be afraid to drive towards what you're passionate about and not say yes to everything but I genuinely do think that when you're starting out with something especially saying yes is a really good way to do it like people say don't work for free but if photography is not your job yet you're not working like it's it's experience oh my goodness, I hate that. Don't do things for exposure as well. <laughs> now we're turning this into life lessons. I did a few photo shoots with like influencers for exposure and they were the worst experiences of my life. So I know that's such a lie, but they were the worst photography experiences. Um, so this is what I mean by don't be afraid to say no. Like If you have a bad feeling about something, don't do it. But if you have that slight inkling of curiosity, give it a go because you never know. I think that's what I mean by follow your heart, follow your gut, follow whatever feeling you have inside of you and run with it. If you're slightly curious or want to know more about something or even give it a go, then do that. If something inside of you is saying, this is probably not what I want to be doing or where I want to be, don't be afraid to say no. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. That was kind of waffly. We went off on a few tangents at the end there. But yeah, my overall message from this is, don't be afraid of the unknown. Not knowing what's next can be magical and it is magical if you let it be magical. Um, So learn to love it and learn to appreciate it and try and listen to the things that it's teaching you. Everything that you're doing right now is teaching you something. So listen to that and thrive off it because it's magical and you're always learning something. So the more you focus on what you could be learning from every situation, the more you'll learn. And that's just the coolest thought ever. So I'm going to leave you with that thought because I've rambled for enough time now. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. That's just more of what's inside my head and going round and round in circles. Um, I knew I wanted to talk about this a few weeks ago and I just never got around to doing it. So it's been like a thought that's been stuck inside my head and I feel such a relief for like getting it out and now you know as well. So I feel like we can, we both know this information. I'm excited about that. Anyway, I hope you're having a lovely day wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Um, Stay creative and stay doing the things that you're passionate about because you will never regret doing things that you enjoy. If you're enjoying the podcast, um, please interact in some way it means so so much to me I appreciate every single button click that you make on any platform that you listen to like it means so much to me this is what I'm passionate about and I absolutely love that you're supporting it so I appreciate you so much thank you for making it this far that's so fun um I hope you're enjoying whatever you're doing while you're listening. Um, and I will speak to you next week. Oh, if you want to come and say hi on the Rambling with Rosie pod Instagram, then do that because I love it when people message me on that. But yeah, I will see you next week. Bye.